Okay. <laughs> Hi, everybody. This is Maggie, your host for Life in Colors. Welcome back to another episode. I have a very special guest today. <laughs> My good friend, Steph. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Thank you for having me today, Maggie. You're so welcome, Steph. This is just so funny. <laughs> like an icon. <laughs> Welcome. Steph is like my number one fan. Oh, <laughs> for I this really podcast. am. I think she's listened to every single one. 100%. The Have you listened to the last one? Yeah, of course. Good. What was it about? Everything. <laughs> <laughs> you fake bitch. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You do yeah, usually listen. Healthy reset. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the second one, bitch. Okay, never mind. Take it back. Stop. We're gonna edit that. <laughs> no, it's funny. Okay. <laughs> I'll edit that part though. Um, so yeah, I wanted to bring Steph on today because we've been friends for a while and just kind of talk about her life in Tampa um, and everything like that. You'll see how this episode goes. <laughs> okay, so Steph, you lived in Tampa your whole life, right? Yeah, I was like born and raised here. Where exactly? Uh, Citrus Park. I don't even know where that is. It's like 20 minutes from like downtown Tampa. Okay. So and you're still in Tampa, so you must like it. Yeah. So I um, applied to USF my senior year and <laughs> go Bulls. Go Bulls. <laughs> and it wasn't my first choice, but. Mine neither. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, it ended up being one of the best times in my right? life. Like the best decision ever. I agree. Everything happens for a reason. That's the same thing that happened to me. I wanted to go to FSU, but I think that if I went there, I probably would have died. Like, let's be real. Life would be different. Life would sure. be a lot different. I wouldn't have met you. I know. Okay, so do you want to tell everybody how we met? <laughs> so we were randomly assigned dorms on campus freshman year. Yeah. And I did not know Maggie. I did not know anybody else on that floor. We did, like, last minute, too. Like, last minute. that was, like, minute. the last dorm. It was literally, like, one of the only open doors. I know, JP. JP, Juniper Poplar. <laughs> and on the first day of school, we were like, hi, like, this is your roommate. Nice to meet you. And there's like four of us. There's yeah. Four of us, uh, two in one side, two in the other. Yeah. And, and Steph was in the other one. Like, we shared a bathroom, but we basically lived in each other's rooms. Basically. We had a nice futon. <laughs> it was a spot. Our room that was, was a my spot. futon. <laughs> I would just sit there. We just got like so close over the first few weeks of school. We just really got to like bond. Yeah. Um, well, the first thing we did was what? Go to the Coliseum? Go to the Coliseum. That was the yes. best. I miss it. We should go again soon. Uh, bef- the, yeah, before summer ends. How? When's the last time you were in there? Oh, it's been a minute. Maybe like a year. I haven't been there in like... I think the last time I was there was probably with you. Which... I've, we, I can literally walk there now. Uh, Maybe. We should totally do that. Walk? Yeah. Which I can't fucking walk with my toe. <laughs> I ripped my oh, toenail, no. guys. My toenail is like off, basically. It's hanging by a thread and it hurts. It's, like, pretty bad. <laughs> it's really gross. Okay, so, yeah. Steph lived with me my freshman year. We didn't know each other. And it was a fun time. We, like, partied all the time. Well, Maggie was the one that, like, really put me out there. It was like, <laughs> let's go out. Take, let's go here. We would go out all the time. Oh, yeah. And then I was like, okay, well, you got to come to Ebor if you're going to yeah. take me all here and here and here. And then Ebor became a spot. And Ebor just is all of Tampa. terrifying. <laughs> We were like a menace to society the first year. We were. I think we went out every single day. There was like Sunday that we might have stayed in. <laughs> Maybe a brunch. <laughs> yeah. 
We were crazy. The study, we would go to the study all the time. Ugh. That was like the place to be. It and the Kennedy. Long. The Kennedy, oh my God. I haven't been there since, yeah, freshman. It's like freshman. down there. I didn't realize how close it was. I, didn't, I thought it would close down. It did for a while. Well, COVID closed a lot of places down here in Tampa. Screw it. Okay. <laughs> it's like, how do I like just dive in? I know. You're my favorite person. <laughs> so. All right, just get into it, Maggie. Okay. Bring it on. Come on. I know everyone's dying to hear about my life now. <laughs> Okay, so to break the ice, it was fun living with Steph because I never really had a friend like her (laughs) or was never, like, really exposed to the LGBTQ plus. Great job. (laughs) There's so many letters. Life before, and then, you know, Steph, like, really just hit it full force and I'm really glad to have met her because I mean I think I was saying this in another podcast like you're exposed to like so many different people and you get to learn about their life and like their background and how they are now and like literally everything and like a new way of life and I feel like Steph showed me like not that I was like like I was totally but I just never was around somebody like Steph all the time yeah and like it's very important to bring other people like awareness to the community, like, yeah. the gay community, and just be able to share all our spaces with yeah. allies and yeah. people that are here to support us and yeah. be a part of our lives. Like Maggie's always been there for me for the past four years since I've known her. Of course, <laughs> we get that late night text. You up? Because you I'm up. crying. And I'm in, I'm in the same shit, bro. I'm like, are you up? <laughs> we literally do the same thing to each other. I know. <laughs> so first, before we get into it. Um, what is it? Am I saying right when you say, like, what do you identify as? Yeah. Okay, so. Uh, I identify as a lesbian. I'm a mask lesbian. Woo! <laughs> my femmes listening. So what's, the, what's that? Like, what's the, for people that have no idea, like, and basically, like, what you've, like, taught me and stuff for anybody who's, like, listening. So a mask lesbian is a masculine lesbian, so I present myself in a masculine way. Um, I wear hats backwards, you know, a button-up shirt, khakis, some nice shoes. Some Hawaiians. <laughs> yeah, for the, for the beach vibes. <laughs> <laughs> Swim trunks, sports bra. And what, how are, how is that different from, like, I would, maybe, like, other lesbians that you know, or? Yeah, so there's, like, a bunch of different kinds of lesbians. We don't have to go, like, all into <laughs> them. <laughs> but, like, femmes are very feminine, um, the there's a lot of like there's chapstick lesbian there's there's really everything there's butch there's like (laughs) there's like soft femme soft mask you know there's nothing has to like label you directly Mm -hmm. but there are like labels to put for yourself just to like help others yeah or for yourself why is it important to you to like label yourself as that Ooh, that's or do you think it's even do you think it's important or is it kind of just like because like from what i've um I don't know. I hear different things about, like, sometimes it's not even about labels, like, whatever, but other people are very, like, specific about their labels, so is that something that's important to you and, like, important to other people, or? Um, It's definitely important to me. Uh, I like to identify as a lesbian because lesbians have gone through a lot through the past and through history um, to get where we are today for our rights, for just everything, equality, and we were there for during the you know 80s and 90s the hiv and aids mm-hmm. uh, crisis was really big uh, lesbians stepped up they were the nurses they were helping them because a lot of the straight people in the world were 
thinking you can catch that in the air and just by yeah. being in the same room. So like lesbians really stepped up during that time. And for LGBTQIA+, uh, they put the L in the beginning uh, for lesbian to recognize them after the crisis. Yeah. And that's just something really important, you know, to recognize history, yeah. to, to recognize where we are today. I never even knew that, like that that was because they were, I mean, like that that's like the first letter because of that. That's really cool. Yeah, you know, so many reasons um, lesbians are always big activism feminism always Mm -hmm. supporting so many rights so Mm -hmm. they wanted to acknowledge that love that so how would you describe the lgbtq plus i'm only saying that because i messed up earlier and steph is laughing at me (laughs) it was cute (laughs) i just forgot a little letter it's It's just you know there's a lot (laughs) okay for somebody like like i just said that there's like a lot of that what like if somebody's like missing like a letter i know it keeps like being added so what was recently added and like what was it before so it used to be just like lgbt um we added q for queer Mm -hmm. Uh, i could tell you it's for gay lesbian gay bisexual transgender queer uh, intersex asexual and the plus counts for everyone okay in between or above you know everywhere in between so like Asexual means you're not very sexually active. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not like a main part of your life. Yeah. You know, typically, people who are asexual might be in like a polyamorous relationship because your partner can still not be asexual, but mm-hmm. they can find those pleasures through someone else. Yeah. yeah. And that's really big, I would say, probably. I feel like there's a lot of like different ways that people like explore that. Would you say that's true? For sure. And not like specifically was, that but just like everything yeah i feel like everyone's been exploring things a lot more with how open the world has become over the past yeah. few years you know yeah i feel like i see a lot more like things on like tiktok or like people being open about a lot of things and stuff like that um so how would you describe the community as like a whole i know that you have said before like it's like a safe space for you and like a lot of other people and that it's very welcoming so like how would you describe it from your perspective and like everything like that from my perspective um so my parents aren't as open and accepting so to find people that were like-minded like me and also went through the same kind of struggles that i've been through Mm -hmm. uh, it feels like a really good sense of community you know people can always say they relate to you up to a certain point but to have someone go through something similar like you is um it means a lot you know to talk to somebody like that and Mm -hmm. just get deep and personal with you know your feelings yeah how it affects you and how you come up from that and who you surround yourself with like i found the gay community to be so welcoming and just finding family has just been so easy you know to make your own family yeah i definitely i feel like i agree with that because i mean i've come with you to like different pride things and like just being around like obviously you and like your different friends and everything like that or like the honeypot (laughs) r.i.p to the honeypot it was the best club in ebor (laughs) but like you can you can just tell that people are like that it's not like you're going somewhere and you're automatically feeling like you're being judged or whatever it's just like i feel like you're walking in somewhere with like open arms like as a masculine presenting lesbian Mm -hmm. you know I get stares going into places. Yeah. They're like, oh my god, a gay, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but do you ever do you ever have like anybody say anything to you? Or I feel like like because we're in Tampa and it's a little bit more like younger people and like we're in US life. It's like a college community. 
St. Pete, I feel like that's... St. Pete's way more, like, I would say actively, like, accepting yeah. to the community than Tampa. Really? Yeah, I feel like we don't have many, like, safe spaces as much in Tampa. Mm-hmm. St. Pete's very, like, gay. Like, gay yeah. Family. Like, every bar you go past has, like, some pride flag in mm-hmm. it. There's pride flags everywhere. Like, just feels more of, like, a community. Okay. Whereas you don't really see that too much here in Tampa. Um, we have, like, Southern Nights Tampa. We have Bradley's on 7th. That is, like, a gay man bar. <laughs> White Love lives. Child does things, too. Yeah, they do, like, drag and stuff, mm-hmm. which is nice. I've so. been there before. It's pretty fun. Oh, we got to go. Ooh, we should go the next time it does it, like, they do it. They have Sold. good merch, too. Okay, fine. We have to buy tickets, though, so I'll have to look it up. It's okay. We're millionaires. <laughs> yeah, like, negative millionaires. <laughs> okay, so how long have you known that you were a lesbian? And did you always think that you were a lesbian at first, or did that ever change? I've always been attracted to women, <laughs> but like how? Once like the first like was it like maybe when you were a kid or maybe like oh I loved Megan Fox, <laughs> Transformers. Bro, that Transformers. was the movie. That was the movie for me. Yeah. that was it. And I then what? How old were you? When that come out, like two thousand nine or something. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like nine. <laughs> but I also played softball my whole life. So yeah. I've just been, like, always surrounded with, like, feminine energy, and mm-hmm. I just felt like I always got along with women more, so, like, I always paired myself with women. Like, as friendship-wise, or, yeah, like... Yeah, I've never been, like, a... Like, I never had, like, boyfriends and stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, a lot of people go through those phases, or, like, you know, they just want to have boyfriends and stuff, but when I was growing up, I didn't really do that. I played softball, and, like, that was it. Did you want a girlfriend, though, or did were you kind of just, like, thinking about those feelings and, like it came about or I would say in like high school is when I started to explore my sexuality yeah and like really get out there and <laughs> join tinder, <laughs> tinder! <laughs> and yeah I started to get more comfortable with myself mm-hmm. because I was exposed to more yeah um I feel like my family really kept that like part of my life I would say like just gay world yeah. away from me so like to go to college and stuff really yeah. felt amazing and it was that know. like the I was was college like the first time that you actually like felt maybe free yeah I would say like definitely set me free because yeah. like yeah I like tested around the waters with my sexuality during mm-hmm. high school and stuff but it wasn't until I got to college that I had like you know relationships yeah and I started to like really dig deep into my sexuality and like what I identify as and just be comfortable with who I am mm-hmm. was it scary for sure it was definitely what scary. would you say the scariest part about it and from, would you say your, well, the scariest part about it is whatever that is for you. And then would you say you're scared now? Scary part would be having to, like, meet new people. Mm-hmm. Um, because my type would be more feminine. You can't really tell if they're gay unless they have, like, a rainbow on their <laughs> head. <laughs> but I would say over time, you just got to feel more confident with yourself, and a lot more people are open these days, and you don't have to come off creepy. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. Like, don't be scary. Like, I feel like I, I, anybody could take a lesson on that. Uh, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, just go up friendly first, and if you feel a vibe, like, okay, feel it out. Yeah. And go from there. Like, And I've had to, like, teach myself that. Yeah. Know? Just kind of, like, feel it out, see what's happening. Do you <laughs> find yourself, like, I know that there's, like, a stereotype where it's, like, people that I've seen on TikTok recently at least is that like a lot of straight girls were like femme like straight girls will like explore with (laughs) 
Or, like, test the waters with, like, somebody like you, I would say, like a mask um, lesbian. Do you find that that happens to you? And, like, how do you, like, deal with that? Because I feel like I've known a few instances, for you at least. So I just want to know, like, how like how do you feel about that? Because I know that, like, I'll see online, like, some people don't like it. Like, they feel like they're there or mean, like, or do you, like, you're, like, whatever about it? I feel like girls that make TikToks when they're like, me and my bestie 99% of the time, it's them having fun, and then that 1%, you know, those TikToks where yeah. they're like making out, that's not okay. That's queer baiting. What, um, what is that to people who don't know what that is? <clears throat> queer baiting is like showing that you support like the gay community, you know, you give these signs that like you're gay, but you're not actually gay. Yeah. And, you know, you're, you're not a part of this. Like, okay. It's kind of like a fake way of yeah. being gay. Mm-hmm. But like, like for clout? Yeah, like for clout, basically, like social media and stuff. Yeah. Not like for authentic reasons. Yeah. You know, like okay. we stand out here all day trying to fight for our lives and they go on TikTok for five seconds and post something like that and it gets so many views. Yeah. So is that how you feel like when people like, like not just saying like TikTok, like I guess like in general, like people yeah, in real life. In real life, like I feel it's okay to explore your sexuality as long as mm-hmm. you're like open about it. And yeah. You like talk about where you want to go with this and like okay. what your intentions are is very important but i feel like within the gay community it's um especially with women we like to talk about our feelings yeah. you know like what is the intention here what is this you know so that like makes things easier okay so if somebody like were to do that to you you would like you would like if they like if somebody was exploring and you're getting the feeling like how would you go about that um, I would go about it, like, slowly and cautiously. You know, you never want to make someone do something you, they don't want to do. Yeah. Like, period. Yeah. So whenever they get uncomfortable, you know, you're like, are you okay? Like, you know, don't have to do anything. Like, mm-hmm. call it like that, you know? So consent, obviously. <clears throat> yeah, 100%. Consent is rampant within our community. 100%. Period. I feel like anybody listening can also take a note on that as well. <laughs> so what would you say to somebody that would maybe be like how they how you were in high school like you're wanting to explore you have these feelings and like for somebody listening that doesn't really know what to do or maybe doesn't feel comfortable like what advice could you give somebody like that I would say to like put yourself out there and it's okay to not be comfortable with yourself 100% mm-hmm. you are always growing and you're always changing mm-hmm. so for you to be where you are now just be comfortable with yourself and you know if it's not what if it's not for you 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 could take it back yeah <laughs> no one's gonna be mad you know it's just like grow as, as time goes okay that's good advice thank you Steph so um a little a big question really quick your parents do they know so my parents do not know that I'm gay, but I did tell my dad in 2018 uh, when I came home after my first semester in college, and he basically sat me down for about two hours and was like, you don't have to be gay. I never saw you like this growing up. Uh, you are not going to have a kid. You know, you're not going to have the family you always wanted. And I'm like, oh, my God, I was just sitting there in absolute shock because it's like, how can you say that yeah. to your child? You know, I felt unsafe, like yeah. uncomfortable. Not easy to do anything, but, like, in a sense of, like, your parents don't accept you, you know? And that that hurts. Yeah. So that took a while to get over, but I told him, you know, I'll come out to mom when I'm ready. I don't feel like that's okay if you just go out and tell her. You know, I'm a college. I'm an adult. Yeah. 
I mean, my dad were always close growing up. He would always take me to softball, everything, you know, anything really. And so our relationship kind of like dwindled over the years, mm -hmm. but he's still there because he hasn't told my mom, which well, is pretty crazy. Good. Yeah, it's like what we have left, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> but my mom and I talk like every other day. Um, I wear like a t-shirt and shorts home. Like what you're wearing now? This is a button-up queen. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. I'm saying, like, would you, I don't know, have you ever dressed like this at home? No. Oh, my God, no. My mom hates the backwards hat. Okay. She thinks that is, like, a gay icon symbol, and it's, like, that's why I love my hat. <laughs> I will wear that hat till I die. I don't think I've seen you not wearing a hat. Yes, you have. Except we live together. We live together, but, like, out. Yeah. We'll see, because, like, I want to get the back trimmed, you know what I mean? Like Ooh, a, a yeah. fade. Oh, that'd be cute. Oh. Wanna get a mullet? Now what? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I, I like mullets. I don't know. Whoever has them, I, I feel like they're... My dad has a mullet. It looks pretty good. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay, so growing up, going back to growing up, did you, like, how did they not know? Like, what would you say, like, like would you... Denial put on the front you think they're in denial or like would you kind of like hide it as well i definitely hit it but they're also like pretty much in denial I yeah would say. i would say like how like i don't know just knowing you Literally. just knowing you <laughs> like i'm like <laughs> but like so growing up i would have you know like still kind of masculine clothing yeah. but i couldn't bring it home or like wear it out if i was like hey mom i'm going out saturday night i'd have to leave in my little girl shirt <laughs> i can't even believe i'm saying this and then, like, you know, like, jeans or something. And what then about I a dress? Drive. I need... Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> that <laughs> was... Like, Easter Sunday, if that. <laughs> maybe, right? Yeah, like, maybe. <laughs> and I'd go drive to my best friend's house uh, in high school, Alina. And Alina. she would hold all my clothes Aww. and all my stuff because her family was so accepting. Yeah. And they would be, like, me walking through the doors of them, and they're like, you're so cute. And then five minutes later, I changed my little hat on and everything. <laughs> She's like, you look so comfortable. You look even better. Like, it's Aww, so sweet. Oh, that's so nice. And having friends like that really help you, you know. Especially, I thought, like, formative years, right? 100%. Having somebody like that. Like, was there anybody else, like, that was there for you at that time? Um, Like, before college? Because I feel like college, like, you kind of did create, like, that secure family and everything. But. Oh, yeah. Well, within the softball community, there's always a stereotype. <laughs> oh, I know. That you're gay. <laughs> I mean, is it is the stereotype true? Like in your experience, I mean, you are not everyone. Not, <laughs> not everyone. No, no, no. I but feel like there's, now there's a good amount. So it's like you know, I had a good amount of friends that I played ball with and like grew up with. So is there anybody like I mean, obviously don't name names, but is there anybody that like came out now from your team that you're surprised about or no? Um, I've seen a couple of people, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, get it. Period. But like, I can't believe you made fun of me for it. <laughs> maybe, you, like, for people like that, like, okay, you know that there's, like, a, another stereotype where it's, like, people that are so, like, homophobic and angry at that? Like, do you ever hear that that's just because they're not accepting of themselves? Do you agree with that? Um, Sometimes, because, honestly, when I was little, you know, I would think like that, too. Like, mm -hmm. my parents have instilled that in me. Yeah. That, like, gay is bad, so I would put that into the world. But once I was able to really, like, have that mind of my own and really explore the internet and, like, you know, get information for myself, mm -hmm. that's when I was like, oh, my God, like, that's wrong. Yeah. You know? So it can kind of go either way. How did you, like, work through that? Was it kind of like a slow process of, like, 
like not hating yourself as much or becoming more like confident in who you are? I definitely like hated myself for being that person for a while. You like know? the hating yourself part is what you're talking about? Yeah. Okay. So like you would just feel like the thoughts mm-hmm. of like, oh, I want to act on that. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I might be gay, but yeah. then you're like, oh my God, no. Yeah. Like, absolutely not. Yeah. So being able to like change your mindset and the way you see that in like a positive light really like helped over yeah. time. Well, I'm proud of you. Thanks, queen. I love you, Steph. I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so your parents don't know, but you definitely show it on social media that you are gay. Is that like correct to say like, cause you're like, you are a lesbian, but like, is it cause you're gay? Like I yeah, can you say can you're say, gay. Yeah, you can say either one. I, I don't mind, you know? Okay. Do people, like, because I know it's, like, people assume, like, gay, like, they're the guys. and like, <clears throat> Yeah, gay is usually men, lesbian. But queer is for everyone. Everybody. Okay. They, like, so I can queer, say, you, you like, you're queer. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> I, there's so many different things. Like, I feel like I never, like, want to on like, anybody. Like, I'm always learning something new. You know what I'm saying? I took this, like, um, intro to women's studies class, and I learned, like, a lot more about that kind of stuff but like to, just to talk about it with somebody I feel like is almost like a lot better than because sometimes I don't know and sometimes other people don't know too like for no, people for sure. that like I don't want to stay like our how do I say this like say something but they're they just don't know like would you get angry about it or no typically as long as you try to um correct yourself okay. especially with like pronouns nowadays mm-hmm. you know a lot of people go by different pronouns mine are she her yeah um some people sometimes will be like he <laughs> for you yeah like they'll call you a he they'd be like yeah him and i'm like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> but then it's like to me it's fine but you know other people really you know yeah fight for that mm-hmm. spot that they want to be you know called so it's like respect yeah people's pronouns Mm -hmm. respect people's names you know yeah they have a name that they go by if you're trans like don't call them by their dead name yeah like disrespectful and what is that if somebody doesn't know uh your dead name if you're trans that'd be like the name you were given at birth birth yeah and then now they don't go as that no yeah correct okay so what was i saying before that on social media um you post that you are queer I do, but I don't post it on Facebook. Okay, so what do you post it on? And, like, Facebook obviously has your family. Yeah, like, that's the only social media my mom uses. Okay, so they're not very, like, tech-savvy in Not at sense. all. Okay. Not at all. So I feel like that's helped you a lot, too, right? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> it's kept me there. So, like, um, are you ever scared they're going to find out, like, through socials? or? That's always been a big fear of mine, for sure, but, like... You can't stop living your life yeah. you know, for in fear of other people yeah. judging you. Yeah. Even if it is your parents, you know? Because, like, are you scared about, like, this podcast? Like, I doubt they would find it. <laughs> Unless uh, someone so you're outed me. That. I'm just, I'm <laughs> Unless just someone so outs me. <laughs> no. I feel like, like if you come this far, you're good. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it's been a long time. What, like, what happens, though, like, if they do find out? Like, is that maybe, like, easier for you or just another like something you've been dreading it would be a weight off my shoulders for sure but also like at the same time um i kind of have like a plan with it like i know when i like want to come to terms with it Mm -hmm. you know like i want to graduate and then tell them 
that just like sounds like a pretty solid plan to me gives you like a time limit too to like yeah you know like so when do you graduate never (laughs) (laughs) yeah right (laughs) i'm in my last year i know so so sad it really is i'm gonna miss usf so much it was really i mean i i don't know sometimes i miss it but then i'm like that was it that was good saying goodbye to college friends that that's the hardest yeah it is because it's like i feel like it's like different in high school because it's like you guys all have that like common place but like this isn't a common place forever like this was like this little time period blip for them literally so like people are like like a lot of Fran's gone like Elise is gone my friend Kaylee's like moving like it's sad I'm like I had to say bye to Aisha I know best gay friends I know like took on the world with me she was like in our she was in our pod like freshman year yep four years of great friendship so, does anybody else in your family know you're gay? Yeah, I told my sister. Um, okay. She's always been there for me, really mm-hmm. accepting, because she's only 30, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, she's pretty, like, with the crowd. Yeah. You know, with the wave of thinking and yeah. generation and the new era. So, she's been really accepting and been there for me, always buying me gay stuff, because she's <laughs> <laughs> great ally. <laughs> Hell yeah. My gay cousin. Absolutely adore him. Does his family know? Yes. Okay. Does his... What side? Dad's side of the family. So my aunt on my dad's side. And they know, or...? Yeah, she actually knows that I'm gay, too, and she's been a really big support system. I love that. She was kind of like my dad in the beginning, though. And she was, like, dating this one guy, and he's, like, very... He has a gay son, so he was really able to, like bring that light into her life yeah. like even as a straight man like he was able to enlighten her like in the gay world and she's been so accepting so like to have I blood family that. like that yeah. it, it means a lot i love to hear that and going off of that for somebody like that was like that before do you like almost have a little bit of like compassion for your parents just because like like the way i think of like that's that, that generation grew up in a completely different way and I am always curious if it's, like, they just think like that because that's how they grew up. So how do you think of it as? I feel like my parents personally use religion. Okay. Um, they grew up very religious, so that's kind of what they use against me mm-hmm. in those cases. <laughs> you know, always praying for you, always this and that. Like, life is centered around Yeah. religion for them. Are you religious? That's something I definitely struggle with. Um, I'm spiritual. Mm-hmm. Not sure if I'm truly religious yet. Okay. Um, Were you? At, I feel like weren't you at one point? Yeah, I had that experience my freshman year with um, on campus with like a youth group. I had joined a youth group that was like chilling outside of JP. They were so nice, and I thought they were gay. Like one of them was gay, and I was like, oh, okay, like inclusive, you know. <laughs> After a few little meetings, <laughs> they're like all right, it's time to repent your sins. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. That's a crazy. Yeah, I was, like, at their, at their house doing, like, a little Bible study, and they are like, all right, time to repent the sins. And they, like, locked me in that room for, like, two hours and just straight up, like, you know. I didn't know they started, did that. They, like, started reading scriptures and, like. And they knew that you were gay? Yeah. <laughs> and, so like, like, they I'm were, gay. were they trying to, like, conversion or whatever? What is that? Not, like, conversion, but, like telling you why that's wrong they would try to use like scripture against me and after that i like 
broke down in tears in my car driving home and I like pull over because I couldn't even take it I was like I don't even know what I just went through <laughs> you know that's insane yeah so like after that experience like religion's been very hard for me yeah and that's so sad that like you obviously believed in something and had to have such a negative like view from that and like that's so sad I'm so sad why I knew that that was like I knew something happened but I didn't know it was that intense <laughs> it was pretty intense <laughs> my gosh it's just like they were like calling me like a week and two later and like leaving voicemail like hey like we just want to talk like because they just want to like change you that's insane or make you like they were like you know i once had those feelings in college i'm like are you gay (laughs) (laughs) like oh my god did you just come out for me (laughs) yeah are they like trying to get you to help them at that point i know so it's just like really weird that's almost vibe. that's like really sad though that like they went through probably what you went through and now they're like the way they are right and they were like so genuinely sweet like i did not get a vibe like bad at all yeah <laughs> until they're like that's repent. insane i'm <laughs> to be locked in a room that's illegal yeah. <laughs> you know we we're just like all in a room and like the doors closed was there like, anybody else that was also queer I don't think so, but there was, like, one bitch that kind of looked like it. Oh, sorry. That's <laughs> she okay. kind of looked like it. <laughs> so I was like, okay. <laughs> We're like, help. <laughs> was she there, too, at the same time, or was it just yeah, you? Yeah, it, like, it was, like, four or five of us doing, like, a Were Bible study. you guys all, study. like... It was a Bible study night, and then they were, like... doesn't seem like Bible study. It sounds like exorcism. <laughs> Literally. And then they were, like, all right, like, it's time for everyone to, like, go around and, like, repent their sins. Did you say that you were gay? Yeah. Why did I do that? I don't know. I don't know. Well, you thought it was a safe space. Yeah, like, honestly, they honestly made me feel like I was safe, and that was not okay. <laughs> and they're like, psych, bitch. They're like, psych? You thought you were gay? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> there are a lot of churches, though, nowadays. Like, there's a Tampa church that is, like, very openly gay. Mm-hmm. And it's very nice to see, you know, people helping others that do strongly have that faith. Would you ever try that again? Like, have you ever thought about going to, like, a type of place like that or i don't know because i struggle with religion yeah i i feel like there's more spiritual awakenings in life that i can like adventure into Mm -hmm. and kind of journey with a lot more to life than just one book yeah okay cool i just finished bro oh my god people forget that i get my period because i dress so masculine (laughs) they're like i'm like oh my god yeah i'm on my period this week and they're like you get one how do you just stop like (laughs) Hey, you know what the best part about that is? Is, like, you don't have to take fucking birth control. Yep. <laughs> and no kids. No kids. It, well, do you want kids? Not right now. <laughs> I mean, obviously not right now, but, like, right now as in... I don't know. I just am not very fond of children at the moment. <laughs> like, working in the restaurant business, you see kids, they like... scream. Yeah, they're crying, screaming, throwing stuff. The floor is messy. Like, kids are running in the streets. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> I don't think I no. I always say like when I'm like thirty, like I'll th- I re. I mean, obviously I want it. kids, yeah. but like not right now. I'll rethink it, yeah. But you just don't want kids at all right now. Yeah, but if I do, this is what brings me back to like wanting kids, is because if I were to have kids, I would adopt. Yeah. Like that, you know, would mean a lot to adopt a kid. Yeah. Would you like adopt them from here? Like, you ever thought of? Is that too much? Too deep? You don't really <laughs> think that far? I don't know. I can answer that. I guess. Um, I don't know. Maybe I adopt from here. I feel like people always go overseas, but I'm like, what about the kids here? Yeah. I mean, like, obviously it's a really good, like, thing that they're doing that, but, like, 
And you don't even have to get them like baby babies. Yeah. You know? like, have you ever seen an orphanage? I've never seen one. Yeah. And so when really? I really back in high school when oh I gosh. used to be a part of the church. <laughs> no, I'd like go to like a summer youth group and stuff. Okay, yeah. And one of our things was um to go to an orphanage and we did a big water slide. We had brought a bunch of stuff for the kids Aww. and it was really nice. It was such a great experience. And Love that. To like see other people that were like someone around our age because I was what, 18? There were kids that were like 15, 16, 17 there. That's so crazy to me. You know, like they're trying to play the hard, cool, you know, but like, you know, we, we, we got to know them and like sit down and talk to them and bring them out, make them feel more comfortable. And, and that means everything to everybody, you know, just yeah, feeling more comfortable and making a safe space for anyone. I feel like Either anybody who acts like hard or like, like that and like from anybody that i've met that has been like that all they really want is just a little bit of a little bit of love okay so what's it like being a part of this community like specifically in tampa because i know that you're saying saint pete is a little bit more but like tampa anything i know that there's a pride parade yeah, the Pride in Tampa's fun, but it's a little small compared yeah. to St. Pete. St. Pete Pride is like double, triple the size. Is it, I, is it more like of a community and this, like, Tampa's more like of, like, a party? Yeah, I'd say, like, maybe Tampa Pride is more, like, party scene. You yeah. know, all the bars and stuff. But um, during the parade, it's very, very informi- informative. And, you know, we have the We Say Gay going on. Yeah. And a lot of flyers and things. They throw out condoms during the parade. Like, it's Woo! Very yeah, like, the HIV truck is coming by, and they're like, condoms, everyone. That's fun. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, it's very, it's a lot of fun being in Tampa. And I always like there. going to the parades. It's There's always so a lot fun. of fun. Yeah. It's just, like, seeing everybody, I don't know. There's, like, any, any type of person is there. You know what I'm saying? Like, Oh, yeah. Like, everything. I and I love the drag queens. Oh, my gosh, me too. Like, the drag shows during Pride. Crazy. I went on Pride morning to the Love Child one. I know, because I was like, come meet me after. I know, and I was like, okay, on the way. <laughs> that was fun. Yes. Okay, Tampa community, that's like, whatever. What do you think they could do to, like, maybe improve it? I feel like they should host events, like, Girls in Wonderland. I thought they were. Tampa. At water, right? They're going to St. Pete. Oh. So St. Pete's very, like, okay. openly gay yeah. like that. They're going to water. They're going to PCI. Oh, okay. So if y'all want to go to Girls in Wonderland, PCI, it's in October. Let's go. I'm going. <laughs> and should Girls be in a Wonderland. promoter for it. Honestly. You should message them. Girls in Wonderland, yeah. if you're listening to this, Steph wants to be a promoter for you guys. Hey, I'm free. Anytime. <laughs> <laughs> what? There was the Girls in Wonderland in Orlando, right? Yeah, that was like. And what, like, the best. okay, what is that? That is a lesbian, like, ran event. And it is put on for lesbians. And it is over 5,000 gays in one pool party. Can anybody go? Like, besides it's very lesbians? Inclusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about guys? If a guy were to go? Yeah, but like. Is it don't weird? be straight. Yeah, okay. <laughs> like, okay. if you're a straight guy, you, you'll obviously stick out like a sore thumb. Yeah. There is literally 5,000 lesbians surrounding you. <laughs> But, like, yeah, there was gay men. There was everyone, non-binary, okay. everything in, in between. Okay. You know, it's cool. not, like, label yourself, but it was so much fun. They have, like, pool party, and then they have costume party after, and then we're at Southern Nights, and the after party after Southern Nights <laughs> till 6 in the morning. Oh, goodness. It's definitely, like, a an experience. I'm very grateful. I feel like everyone should go to 
something as inclusive like that, especially if you're a queer lesbian or just a woman trying to curiosity, like exploring yourself, it's an event that you'll feel safe in. There's no one judging you. And it's just so, it's a lot of fun. You know, you can meet other people. That's where I met a lot of people. New friends? New friends, new people, like everywhere. People from all over the United States come. And you said, when is that for anybody who's listening and wants to go? It's in the summertime. It was June 4th. No, the one that's coming. Oh, the one, okay, October. It's in the beginning of October in St. Pete. Okay, and they can get their tickets where? Girls in Wonderland Beach. (laughs) She has this, like, as her favorite (laughs) tab. She bought her tickets before they even announced the, like, event. They do have hotel specials, too, in case you're not from here. (laughs) (laughs) Buy the little package. (laughs) Did you buy the package? No, because I'm from here. I I don't know if, like, you didn't want to feel like Ubering back and forth. I guess I'll just Uber it. (laughs) But, like, honestly, like, you make so many friends when we were in the one in Orlando, we stayed 10 minutes, not even down the road from the main one, me and Asia. Mm-hmm. And it was so much fun because people were like, oh, yeah, we have a room here. We have our room at the hotel. Oh, like, nice. just come pregame with us or oh, I love come that. meet us here and then we'll go there together. Like, Aww. so you're always making friends. Everyone is so fucking funny. Yeah. So what are your friends like? And are they also part of the LGBTQ plus community? I have a lot of gay friends. I do tend to hang around a lot of gays. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just a lot of fun. You know, I could just, like, be relatable with them and be like, yeah. oh, my God, yes. <laughs> but I have a lot of straight friends, too. Um, I'm very open to everybody, you know, especially having straight friends that are, like, allies, you mm-hmm. know, bringing them into the gay world and showing them our culture and, like, who we are, especially, like, enlightening them. Yeah. It's important. Do you ever ha- – have you ever – had like a straight friend that like isn't like that but then like they learned like have you ever experienced that oh for sure yeah there's friends that are like you know i never really had a lot of gay friends and it's like oh i don't have a lot of gay friends but like hello (laughs) and then i had like three gay roommates (laughs) literally we were all gay on the floor i was like okay hey i was like wow this was easier than said than done (laughs) literally um do you date people? I am single. Uh, I do date, but I don't, like, go around looking for a relationship. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if the vibe's there and we really, like, connect. So everything's casual right now? I would say casual, yeah. Hmm. Unless you change, someone changes that, you know? <laughs> so it's like if it happens, it happens? Yeah. Okay. Not, like, pressure or anything. Yeah. Like but, like... Also, like, situation-wise, like, you know, depends where we are in life. Yeah. Know? But you, you right now are just kind of vibing, seeing what's up. Yeah, I'll be in Tampa the next year, so. Uh, okay, so what, what, why am I blanking on the show that we watch? Tampa Bays. <laughs> the Tampa Bays. <laughs> I want Steph to be a part of that. If you guys are listening to this, which I probably are not, but like, Steph wants to be a part of it, and I think she would be great. You're so funny. I definitely <laughs> think it would be a, quite a, a good fit. <laughs> I think you would be great in it. I feel like you would fit in. True. But like, They're very selective, though. Clearly, watch it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have friends that are like friends with them. And Get my girl on the show. I swear <laughs> to God, it would be the best decision you ever make. Period. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Like, we've watched this show. It's a good show. They were like, all at Girls in Wonderland. Really? Yeah, all the Tampa Bays. Nice. It was fun. Okay, guys. So, like, get my girl in here. Come <laughs> on. She's fun. She, like, I feel like you guys have a lot of femmes, right, on that show yeah <laughs> am i lying a little mix 
Okay, well, you need to step up from there. You don't have anybody <laughs> I'm like, I just go out, have fun. Exactly, that's what you guys do, and like, make friends. Make friends, and like, she can tell the drama too, but like, she won't get into it. Yeah, like, I don't like drama. Like, oh no. Yeah, so she can help I'm you guys out. It'll be it. like an, a, another neutral thing, and like, mm-hmm. she'll come to your parties and go on your parade <laughs> and go on your boats. <laughs> go on your boats. Is there a new season out? I don't think so, not yet. Is this that one? I feel like if they were doing a new season, they should have. I would have saw cameras all over Girls of Wonderland, all over Pride. You guys are missing out then. I can mark it for you guys. We go to all. Because, like, this summer we went to, like, everything gay. Like, everything possibly gay during Pride Month. Me and Aisha went to. (laughs) I know. I was serious. (laughs) I was like, can we please go to this? Like, yes. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, well, get her on there. We should tag. We're going to tag them and tell them to get on there. (laughs) Tag them. They're so proud. Why not? Like, why not? So, um, hi, you guys. <laughs> Get her on. I'll see y'all at White Lie next week. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so a little bit more serious. What would you say are some issues that this community faces? So we, like, touched up on, like, religious beliefs. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of gay people struggle with their religion, and I feel like that's pretty big within the community especially now with all the rights going on yeah putting the bible in a lot of places it doesn't really need to be mm-hmm. um the we say gay movement in florida with all the anti-gay legislation going on um it's important for kids and youth to know that gay exists and you know be that role model especially the teachers they look up to like i'm sure you have a teacher in your life that you were like that person was like my teacher you know she really like helped me and changed my life and was there for me you know that can be for someone who's in the youth and gay Mm -hmm. can have their gay teacher be that for them you know so like that's a big thing that um florida needs to work on is and what what was can you explain to people that don't really know like what's happening Mm -hmm. yeah so they passed a law that you can't um talk about being gay in schools and especially like kindergarten which is, like, a very prime time you mm-hmm. know, for kids to learn and learn about the world. Mm-hmm. And they can learn about straight people. Yeah. They, they always associate gay with sexual pleasure. You mm-hmm. know, they're like, they see two lesbians, they think sex. Yeah. You know, like, lesbian, gay, sex, first thing they think of. And that's not okay. And it's the same thing they do with, like, gays and pedophilia. Mm-hmm. They just associate those two, and those are not associated so, like, I think there needs to be a lot of change within Florida. There, there are um, petitions and the Trevor Project, you know, places that, yeah. organizations that are there to help protect our rights and our safety. I'll also be putting, like, whatever, like, Steph says. Um, I guess we'll touch into this, like, how people can help. But um, get some links up there that people can look at. Um, sign the petitions, look at the different things that you're telling me. Like, I'll put that up for people to utilize as well. So you're saying different things like that. Like, is there anything else that people could be doing? Like, especially maybe, like, locally? Like, I know that we have, like, oh, a lot yeah. of Tampa listeners. So the new monkeypox going around, they're trying to label that as a gay male disease. Mm-hmm. Um, that can hurt the gay community a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen that, actually, a lot. Like, a, a lot of, like, Twitter and, like, people being upset that it's being associated with that because what they're saying that you could they're saying that like if you get the monkey pox you're gay mm-hmm. so if a straight man is to get the monkey pox they're like oh you've been in the closet like you're a closeted gay which is hurtful because like but can't you get it like 
needs. You can get it, yeah. Like, you don't have to have. Like, can't you, like, I read that, like, if you share a bed, like, if you touch mm-hmm. somebody that's infected, like. Yeah, because it's what, it's like a, like a pus thing. I'm not really <laughs> like sure. Leak. So wherever, you know, if you get it on your hands and you start touching everything mm-hmm. and then someone puts their hand in their mouth. Like, yeah. I don't know if that's how you can get it. But, like, it's not from just sex. Yeah. You know? So it's like they're trying to mark it as, like, the AIDS crisis again, you know? Yeah. Like, make it an HIV thing again. Mm-hmm. And that's very, very uh, detrimental to the gay community. Is there any, like, I was talking about, like, links and, like, websites or, like, things. Is there anybody, is there anywhere that anybody can go to to maybe, like, learn more, like, educate themselves? Like, is there anywhere that you recommend people to look at or, or? Yeah, Google's really big. Honestly, you can Google anything and yeah. it'll pop up. And there's so many things nowadays on the internet to help gays and to help be, like, a source, you know, yeah. for the gay community. Because okay. it's hard, you know, not many people are, have a community. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we touched on a lot of important topics and got a little bit deep. And I want to say thank you so much, Steph, for saying these things and kind of like really diving into your life and um, putting yourself out there because I know that it takes a lot to do that and like put yourself on the internet um, and to like just really like share your experiences and like how people can help. Um, different crises and things going on that people need to know about and stuff like that. Is there anything else that you wanted to say or maybe touch on that we haven't already? As RuPaul says, if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? Can I get an amen? Amen. Let the music play. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Well, that's it for this podcast um i'm gonna be putting out some links like what we were talking about um if there's anything else that we can think about i'll also be putting that up thank you for listening to this episode like i said again thank you so much steph thank you i I love you i love you too this was so much fun yay honestly second interview (laughs) i told you it's easy right yeah you just gotta get a little more comfortable right yeah just kind of just talking to your friend 100%. 100%. But you're just being recorded. With <laughs> <laughs> this microphone in my face. Yeah, literally. But anyways, guys, um, tune in next week, Thursday. This was a fun episode. Um, if anybody has any other questions, you can go to the link in my bio, and there's like a form that you can fill out. Um, talk about anything that you want me to talk about. You, It's like can be completely anonymous. If you want to put your name, go for it. Um, if you have any like concerns or like things that you want to like be – retouched upon just because something that we said and like you're very curious about it let us know in that form um and that's about it you can listen to me on whatever platform you're listening and a lot more so thanks guys this is maggie this is life in colors bye